Hi there, Facebook. This is Joel with Overcome Evil with Good. I want to talk to you today with a title that I will be doing an article follow-up with this. I was, I was writing it and I thought I would do a short audio um, describing the article. Okay, And I'm going to title it, Following God But Still Being Lost. You see, Jesus made this statement, My sheep hear my voice and they follow me throughout the bible god says to hearken or which means to listen to his voice one day jesus said why do you call me lord and do not the things i say there have been many people that hear but they don't listen if any of you have had children you know exactly what i'm talking about we say something they acknowledge that they heard us but they didn't listen there's a great difference between hearing and listening hearing is just simply the act of the vibrations of your ear receiving information into you but when you actually listen to someone you are taking action to what they said you are paying attention you are considering what they said and listening is also obeying now some of you say that you're a believer and I'm not here to question whether you are or not and, and and most certainly I wish everybody that were listening to this were a believer but some of you think that you are you you, you, you say, well, I, I believe in God, um, which is not sufficient because the Bible says that even the devils believe and they tremble. Okay, so actual belief is not enough, but it's listening or doing the things that God tells us to do. So when you are receiving God, into your life he becomes a part of your life he's not a separate entity where you do something on Sunday and yet you live for yourself Monday through Saturday um, I want to just go on a little bit further with this um, so how do you know that you are following God And how do you see people that say they follow God, but yet are still lost? See, that's confusing to the people on the outside because they have the appearance of godliness, but as we find out in 2 Timothy chapter 3, but they deny the power thereof. I'll say it a thousand times over, just because someone says it does not make it true. And once we realize that, it's a lot harder to be deceived because we're deceived by the, the, the words of people. We are listening to the words and we're not even seeing their actions. It's interesting how words can blind us from the reality. If you think about one of my favorite, uh, when I say favorite, I, I mean illustrations of, what's, of what sin can do. If you think about uh, the sirens. I had did a post um, 
months and months ago on, on sirens. I'm talking about in Greek mythology. So you have the sirens who have the beautiful voice that only allure people in only to be destroyed, right? So they're, so as the ships would go by and they're singing, it would be so compelling that the men would turn their ships right into um, the, the rocks and that would destroy their ships to their ultimate, um, you know, point where they would be killed, okay? And so if you know anything about Greek mythology and how, um, how, how Ulysses, I don't even know how to say his name now, <laughs> was um, he had, as a captain, he had them tie him down, cover his ears um, and everything so that he could not hear. Sometimes we need to be careful what we're listening to, what voices we're listening to, because these people are great deceivers, only to pull us into our own ruin. They have such a beautiful things that they say, but yet what they say is only for our destruction and not for any kind of edification or help to us. <laughs> and, and we've been pulled down that path, but yet we do it again and again and again. Even with the same person, they lied to you multiple times, uh, but yet we continue to listen to their voice and we don't pay attention to what they're doing. Now, we feel the pain and we know what happened to us, but then they say, not this time, I'm, I'm going to be different. And yet we believe them. So let's let's take a look at this. So how... Do you follow God and still be lost? Let's take a look at one of the disciples. His name was Judas, and most of you know who Judas was. He was the one that betrayed Jesus. Now, Judas was a literal disciple, one that followed, literally followed him, followed him along, spent all kinds of time with Jesus. And the only thing that Judas would have seen is is a, a perfect person. He would have seen someone that did miracles right in front of him. He would have seen seen Jesus feed multitudes of people with with just um, a very small lunch, a boy's lunch. Yet he fed the five thousand plus women and children. He seen he saw um, he saw you know uh, Jesus do all kinds of miracles right before his very eyes. Heal people, raise people from the dead. He saw it. There was no denying that Judas saw multiple. The Bible even says that there's so many things that he did that 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 it, it's impossible to write it all down. We only have what God wanted us to hear because. It, it would be endless about all the miracles, I'm sure, that, that he, he did. And so, let's take a look at him. How could he literally follow Jesus and walk in deceit and not in the truth? Now, see, he followed him with the the understanding that he was actually following him like you you know you follow someone on Instagram you know sometimes we follow people and we're just kind of like we hit the following button but we don't really follow them. 
So if I were to ask you about the people that you follow, you could probably tell me very little about who you follow. Now you may choose some people that you do know a lot about. And then there's others that you know nothing about. Just because you hit the follow button means nothing, right? I, it was funny because as I was preparing this, I happened to look down at one of my social media things and see the word follow. And I thought, that's really funny. We follow people. Judas followed Jesus, but yet Judas was completely walking in deceit and not the truth. Just because you, quote, follow someone doesn't mean you're in connection with someone. So how many of you follow famous people out there, people that would have no idea of your existence, but you hit the follow or the like button to follow them, right? And so Judas was walking where Jesus was, but wasn't really walking with Jesus. You can, in your in your mind and in, in, in watching on Facebook, when people go on vacations, you are going with them, but you're not really there. How many people have you ever been in a room or, you know, let's, let's just talk about you as an individual. You've been somewhere, but you weren't really there. Judas was there, but he wasn't there. His, his body, his, his presence, things were there, but yet his heart wasn't there. See, this is why you have to understand with toxic people. They can be there in your home, but they're not there with you. They chose the follow button, and they said, I will, I will spend my life with you, but yet you find out that they're spending their life more with other people. You find out that their heart was never with you. So Judas, we said, was not, was walking where Jesus was going, but he really wasn't walking with him. And, and you know that, and some of you are feeling the pain as I speak. You have someone that may have walked out months, that may have walked out years, may have walked out decades with you, alongside of you, but were never really with you. So they can see your goodness, they can see all you have done for them, and turn around and betray you. What does that say about you? Nothing. What does that say about Jesus? Because was Jesus, can Jesus look back and, and blame himself? Well, what did I do wrong that Judas would betray me? People are going to betray people. It has nothing to do with the person that was betrayed. It has everything to do with the heart of the betrayer. Hear me on that. You, some of you need set free today. You need to understand that you did nothing wrong. Now, did I say you were perfect? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> Not one of us are perfect. But it doesn't mean you did something wrong because someone betrayed you, because someone's heart was never with you. They tricked you. They walked in deceit and not the truth. It may have felt as real as the $100 bill that many people have taken that was as counterfeit, you know, as a $3 bill. 
Counterfeits are among us. Judas was a counterfeit. The person that you may have been with may have been a counterfeit. They're not real. Counterfeits are always looking like the real thing. That is why it is deceitful. And that is why we get tricked. Think about this. All of the good things that Jesus even fed. Jesus fed Judas. Judas got to see this man do nothing wrong. He got to see this man only pour out goodness, provision, protection, all kinds of things. Yet, Judas betrayed him. Judas was literally the man that you could say bit the hand that fed the master. The one that could provide eternal life, he turned around, betrayed to have eternal damnation. The one that he he literally he 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 pushed away when he should have been in embracing him as a savior instead of one that could earn him 30 pieces of silver. So again, maybe today you're one that has been hurt from betrayal. And my question to you is this. What did you do to deserve it? Now, with that answer, because that's a rhetorical question. Because a betrayer will always betray. You know, we can sit there and we can pretend all day long that you have a, a friendly king cobra, but you put that king cobra in your house and you allow him to live among you, that king cobra will one day bite you. And we say, well, why did he do that? I fed him. I did this. I did this. I did this. Because his nature is to bite, to strike. These people are much like a snake. One day, they're going to bite you. One day, they're going to try to devour you. Or they're going to, what more like what I could say that I felt was being squeezed. I mean, it was more of an anaconda just squeezing the living life out of me. Why are we surprised? Because it's in the nature of some people, because they choose to do evil, they're going to act like a predator. It's always been, and it will always be. Now, do we throw up our hands and say, well, okay, that's just part of life. And No, it means the ones that are not the predators, if you're a healthy person, what I encourage you to do is to avoid these people. And when you come in contact with them, know how to get away from them. And don't continually subject yourself underneath this type of abuse. If they betrayed you, they're going to continue to betray you unless they have a real heart change. 
The interesting thing is betrayers always accuse the other one of betraying them. Now, you may have experienced this. I, I can tell you that in my personal experience, I was accused of betraying many times. Does that mean I was 100% perfect in every thought, action, and everything like that? No. Let me know who is. However, I was as loyal. I'm, I'm a, like a loyal Labrador, right? I mean, I'm, I'm going to I just have that nature about me. But when you got a, a proverbial, and I'm not saying that I'm using it as an illustration, not as a, <laughs> some of you dog owners might get upset at me. But if, if there's a pit bull in the room, here's what I always said about pit bulls. I used to work for the power company, and believe me, I know dogs, okay? I know I know that the little chihuahua can bite you just as much as a, a pit bull can lick you, okay? I get that. But I always said the problem with pit bulls and some of these mastiffs and things like that is the potential. If they decide to turn against you, what they can do to you, okay? But let's say I'm the little, little. if you're the, um, you know, the happy-go-lucky dog in the room and you got another dog that has nothing but the taste of blood in his mouth and who wants to seek it again, he's going to seek it again or she's going to seek it again. It's just going to happen. You are nothing more than supply to them. As, as much as we'd like to say, well, I'm not sure what happened, and, and maybe they... No, listen, inside the core of their heart, they were hurt and harmed somehow, and instead of choosing to get their life right, they chose to live in pain. They chose to live in darkness. Therefore, they have to continually feed this, um, this insatiable desire to, to control and to manipulate people. They chose it. Nothing you can do about it. You didn't cause it. You can't fix it. Okay? So just because people go to church, let me tell you this. I'm talking to a lady just last night. Or, you know, about people we you know that go to church that look religious. Does not make them real. It doesn't make them a Christian. I don't care if they go, if they have a church that has services Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. They go to every little activity whoop did he do who cares see the problem is is man always looks on the outward appearance but God looks on the heart so you can deceive man but you'll never deceive God and some of you people are <laughs> they're just going to continue to live in deceit and there's nothing you can do about it but just because people proclaim Jesus doesn't mean they do just because they seem more religious than anyone you know doesn't mean they are. Judas was trusted so much that he was the person that held the money. He was the person that carried the purse. Yet Judas betrayed Jesus. And by betraying Jesus, he betrayed the other disciples as well. So just because people make vows on a wedding day doesn't mean they'll keep them. Just because they say they love you doesn't mean they do. Just because someone buys you an expensive ring doesn't mean they won't sell you out for a cheap fling. The people that would hurt you 
The greatest are the ones you thought were real. But you just found out it was all a lie. For you, being truthful, having integrity, and being sincere is the most precious things that you can be. So you are only responsible for you. You're not responsible for them. The only person you will stand accountable before one day is you. And when God offers fruit of the Holy Spirit, one of them is self-control. You see, they want to control everyone else when they can't even control themselves. So you know it's not the fruit of God, it's the fruit of the enemy. Your fruit that God produces inside of you will always be that what controls you. Having self-control or temperance. So instead of returning evil for evil, overcome evil with good.